0: Speak between the lines podcast The shit that's uncool to talk about
1: We make cool to listen
0: to uh, Let's start It
1: started uh, Speak between
2: the lines podcast Episode 133 It's your boy Young Red
1: join with J-Rock since
2: How's everybody feeling on this Thanksgiving week?
0: Chilling bro Chilling man Chilling, chilling, chilling mm. Pretty good it, it, it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving though You know doesn't it? It's
2: weird, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's like, man, this is the first time I haven't been home for Thanksgiving, had the home cooked meal, all that stuff, so it's a little different. You
1: know, you it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving.
0: Because mm-hmm, like not. normally yeah, normally I'll be on my way to Streetport uh around this time. Oh why are you not going? COVID. COVID.
1: Um everybody else is traveling, so yeah. yeah. That, that
0: that that that's a factual <laughs> statement. <laughs> traveling
2: for this holiday we're expecting a super spreader by Friday
1: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah, man it's it's crazy niggas I mean people are traveling like crazy actually I think they're (laughs) traveling more now um, than anyone has traveled during the pandemic which is interesting in itself so the uh, airports are grateful for that oh yeah you know they need to make money Ain't that money? I heard there was one airline that was saying that um, unless you have a COVID test, you can't fly with them.
2: Yeah, wow. which one that was? Um, it's a major one too. I yeah. respect that though.
1: Yeah, do you? A yeah. little bit. Well, do you, well, you get that, that Corona check? You gonna get that get that, that vaccine when it come out?
0: Hmm. Well, not, not, not when it first comes out. <laughs> oh, but you're
2: running to get the first iPhone, but you don't want to get the first COVID test. <laughs> Hell
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> iphone has decades showing me that they're a good company they care about the product they have good quality control
2: every iphone has to get on the first
1: run that's every phone don't 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 play us like i'm about
2: to say i'm about to say come on now okay so every phone has to get patched on the first runs you don't want to get up you don't want to just go ahead and get the corona shot and then just wait for the patch
0: nah nah why not (laughs) i'm good I'm good we'll, on it.
2: We'll get an update at
1: midnight. <laughs> 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 well, how, do y- how do y'all feel about that vaccine? Y'all, y'all going to get the first shot? You know, it's a whole, be- whole bunch of people trying to submit their, a whole bunch of companies are trying to submit their their drugs to the FDA to get emergency approval. Nope, I'm good.
0: It's, hmm. It, it's the timing of it. You know, so all this time, nothing that's broken. Mm -hmm. Then, almost in a week, we got three companies that have vaccines at 95% being effective or 90
1: or above. Yeah, I wonder how much of that is true. Like, I wonder how, like, the first company that broke was probably like, okay, if I got 95%, 95%, maybe. But you know, you got all these other companies that they have stockholders you know, investing in them. And it's like, look, I need to get this shit out too. So I wonder if everybody's just saying 95% just to say they got something to keep people from uh, jumping ship or do they really have like a 95%, you know, success, rate With this, whatever, with whatever bullshit they trying to get out. That's
2: a good question, but I'm good off that. Cause it just seems like a rush job. It's just like, you know, Trump was really holding on to the, like, Hey, we're going to get this out before my term is over. And he was trying to use that as a ploy to get people to vote for him. Because he was talking about it'll be out the week after the election. Mm-hmm. The week of the election. Oh, well, there you go. So, you know, that was a that was a ploy. And then all of a sudden, them, the mail-in ballots came in. All of a sudden, it's just like, oh, you know, four weeks later, you know, two weeks later. Yeah. But no, I'm not taking no vaccine that was developed under the Trump
0: administration. I'm sorry. So you're not getting a vaccine at all then? Correct. Okay,
1: what if it's mandatory? What if what if your job makes it mandatory for you to get the vaccine? That's a good question. That's a little
2: dicey because I wonder if you can do that because they can't. They haven't mandated you even take a flu shot. So how you mandate? This ain't the flu.
1: this coronavirus. Why? The coronavirus. What I'm talking about? Mm.
0: It's five times worse than the flu. Um, The most stringent flu. I
1: don't know.
2: I'll cross that bridge when it happens, but I mean, right now, I just don't—I don't see a need to take it.
1: Same, same. Are you guys flu? Are you guys like flu uh, vaccine takers, flu shot takers? Yeah, I'm flu. The last I'm
2: time I, I got sick with the flu,
0: and that was four years ago. Okay. The, right, last, then, the last flu shot I had was ten years ago.
1: I don't think I've ever gotten a flu shot in your life. Yeah, I don't think so. Now I think back, nah, I've gotten like, you know, a table shot and all that stuff, but just like, I don't like, know. Well, like they make that mandatory. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like what they make this mandatory because you know, it's a Corona bomb. So maybe they make it, maybe they do make it mandatory. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm not a vaccine taker. I don't know if I'm necessarily against them or not, but it's like, I don't know. People say you want to get the flu shot. I'm like, nah, I'm chilling. I'll just stay inside. Right, like if I
0: got sick, if I got the flu, like angry, then yeah, I would take it, but Mm -hmm. I've never had the flu.
1: So, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. see.
2: I'd like to see the percentages of people that are going to take it.
0: I mean, it's going to be a lot of people who are going to take it. Because a lot of people are rushing to get back to normal who don't want to, you know, wear a mask or social distance. They just want, they just want like, it, it, (laughs) Because it's going to give, it's going to make people feel safe. The irony of the niggas
2: is that don't want to wear a mask, running to take a shot for the virus as a fluke.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: yeah man, you think your boy going to take it? You think your boy going to get a shot?
0: Boy, if if your boy get the, get it, <laughs> <laughs> if he get a vaccine for a virus that don't exist. Oh, yo.
2: that's hilarious.
0: Saying,
1: that's man. hilarious. That would be funny. That would be Omnia funny. Of that would be interesting as hell. So, mm. new, new, new world order. Exactly right, man. Dog. So hold on. There's there's so there's some there's some weird. I think it's weird. There's some weird shit going on in the neighborhood, bro. So apparently, like somebody is like dropping off, like, desserts on people's doorsteps, in your neighborhood. Yes, bro. Yes. So. <laughs> Nah, it's just, it's, yeah. it's the wildest shit. So I went to my neighbor's <laughs> house because he he grabbed a package for us while we were in Houston, and I went over there to grab it. And he was like, um, "John, we got a we got a um a visit by the Tasty Cakes Fairy." And I was like, what "The hell is that?" Then he walked to my kitchen. Tasty cakes. Yeah, Tasty Cakes. Then we walked to his kitchen, and it's like like Tasty Cake treats. I've never heard of Tasty Cakes before, right? And so I'm like, "Dan, what the hell is this?" And he's like, "It's Tasty Cakes. They they dropped us their they dropped it off desserts at." Our door, and I was like, "Is that a is that a thing or something?" He's like, yeah. "Y'all pay for it?" No, <laughs> no. He said they were just dropping it off. And so I go, I go on um our Facebook page, and uh, for the neighborhood, I'm like, "Yo, what's the deal with this case, tasty case thing?" Because I looked on the I looked on there, and like multiple people had like posted tasty cakes and like getting dropped off. Like, oh, thank you, tasty cakes, Barry, and like showing pictures of their donuts and shit. I'm like, "Look, what the what the hell is this tasty case thing?" And somebody was like, "Yeah, it's just." Somebody random in a neighborhood that just drops off desserts, tasty cake desserts, bro. And it's like literally, like a thread. It, it even started on my thread. It started on my post. It was like people started posting their address and be like, "Oh, thank you, Tasty Cakes, Perry, for dropping off this." And they will take a short picture of Tasty Cakes. Crazy, yeah. bro!
2: I can already see a tr- movie trailer for this. It'll just be Man, like, this, like, this is like how somebody finna like, get got.
1: Are you serious <laughs> in the world?
2: Where yes. in a world <laughs> where, where tasty cakes are delivered to your doorstep,
1: bro, this it's holiday
2: me. season, everything jolly isn't jolly,
1: bro. Right. It's the, the nuttiest shit. <laughs> that's the nuttiest shit, dog. I was like, every good Samaritan fuck is, this? is not good. Yeah, and then my neighbor was like, because <laughs> he has like he has like a ring set up like uh, most people. He was like, yeah, man, I checked my cameras, and it was this. Guy in all black. He had a black shirt on, black pants, <laughs> a black hat, Yo. black mask. And he dropped <laughs> off <out> the <his> tasty <laughs> cake. I like, but they're good though. They're really good. Oh, what? Like shit. Don't, eat shit no more, Don't eat that shit. He gonna die, bro. It's all shit in there. Yeah. But it's, oh my it's God, crazy, That's hilarious. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. They said apparently it's been going. They've been passing out these uh snacks since like the pandemic started. This is mm-hmm. the first I've heard of it, bro. It's it, ridiculous. Right? Too right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have yeah. you ever got a snack yet? nah nothing showed up at our door and that's Damn. that's why i was that's why i was curious he was like tasty K. fairy what the fuck is that and he intentional he showed me <laughs> yeah maybe i don't, yeah, I don't black, know but the
0: black family yeah no <laughs> yes
1: blacks blacks stay there yeah man
0: he goddamn got them case aren't for niggers
1: yeah
0: that, All right, I'm sorry. I'm
1: done.
2: I'm that done, guys. wild. <laughs> it was wild. So, yeah, man. I'm yeah, not man. trusting... Popped up on my doorstep.
1: No, that's I don't what I'm saying. Me. Especially not not in a post, post-Trump era. Like, nah, man. Y'all ain't finna catch me slipping. No, thank you. But it's, it's a cool little gesture. Like, I can see that actually being, like, a thing. Like, if... if mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we weren't so, like, uptight and people weren't so crazy, I can see that being actually a dope thing.
0: Especially if, like... If if a, if it's a local business, that's a great way to get free advertisement. Yeah, man. That's, like at the end of the day, oh, we got we got extra donuts, extra whatever, just hand them out in the neighborhood. Yeah. So like I I, I can see that if it's a local business. Yes, definitely.
1: Yes. Then bro, oh, your tire can't be all black though. No. They'd have to change that. I'm saying, like, have a tasty cake T-shirt on or some shit. Like, don't just don't, like all black everything, bro. You gonna walk us my doorstep in all black and drop some shit off? and you and, not Amazon?
0: And run and run off? Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> these, dudes, these people are crazy. No nah, nah, man. I'm <laughs> So yeah, man. Oh man. All right, when's <laughs> the losses. Up nails.
0: <laughs> I'm on these cakes, man.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's that's the wildest thing I've heard. That's just just wild all year. That's just wild.
0: But not so uh this week I, I got a dub. And so uh about a month ago, me and my brother were doing a weight loss challenge, and it also coincided with us doing the walking challenge. So uh from we started last month and I lost nine pounds.
1: All right, man! Congratulations on that. That's oh, what's up, dude. Nine pounds. Hell,
0: hell man! I'm okay. And, and so it, you, started, it, you started.
1: You started when you started this month? Last month. Last month.
0: Like it started. Uh, want to say about the twenty second of uh, of October? Yeah. And it just ended this uh, this last hour. This last Sunday.
1: Man, congratulations! Did you win? Did you win the competition? Or did match beat
0: I don't, you? I want to talk. So we did it by percentage. So. Even though me and my brother lost the same amount of pounds, his percentage was higher uh based off of his starting weight versus mine. Oh, that's cheating.
1: Wait, no,
0: bro, that's whack. That's cheating. <laughs>
1: he he played you. Did he come up with that rule?
0: No, well, no, so we, we, we agreed on the rule at the beginning, we're gonna do it based off percentages instead oh. of oh. based off, huh? You played yourself. You agreed to
1: that?
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm, but it's only a fair way to do it. So, like, if somebody's much smaller and they only need to lose three pounds, then it's versus me at my size. I'm gonna lose more pounds because I because I have more weight to lose. In the right. beginning, it's easier,
1: right? And that's what I'm trying to understand. How did you lose though? Because your brother's not bigger than you.
0: No, so so for him mathematically, it's a bigger. It was a three point something change, and mine was a two point nine nine
1: change in weight and overall yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's cheating bro you gotta cheat it out that's not fair Yeah, Yeah. because ultimately you would have to work harder to get a higher percentage of weight loss Mm -hmm. which makes no sense even though y'all lost the same amount of pounds yeah so if
0: if we run a background to figure out a a fairer way to do it just say you won (laughs) I mean no no, I definitely because technically I lost the most weight facts did you? You lost three Mm -hmm. pounds? Nine, he lost nine pounds. How much you lose? He lost. Well, I was 9.3 and he was this nine, even.
1: It's like he, he lost no weight and still lost.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I know, in order for me to have a higher percentage, I would have to, I would have lost like 12 pounds. You know, if you have a higher percentage,
2: I, I can kind of see that though. Because, like, if he's lean and he lost nine pounds, that's really hard to do. Like, you can lose nine pounds off
0: water. Uh, He's he's, he's, he's actually not that lean. You know, I'm just going to put that out there.
2: Oh, the pandemic got him?
1: (laughs) Pandemic got a lot of people slipping. Pandemic pounds, nigga. Mm. I got them hoes, too, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. Tasty treats.
2: How do you think this pandemic pounds are going to work with this Thanksgiving pounds? Like, is that going to be? It's going to be a disaster.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be a disaster, though. <laughs> because I already I already plan on, <laughs> I already plan on eating I already plan on eating everything in sight come Thursday, bro, and into the weekend. It's gonna be it's gonna be ridiculous, dude. It's gonna be ridiculous. I already know. At least for me. I don't know about y'all. I don't know about y'all, but, but it's gonna be I was, already, me.
2: I was about to say that's my dub. Uh because like grandma, I mean I'm in Tennessee with grandma and she done everything. Bro, have you ever had barbecued neck bones? Oh my god, I didn't no, even know that's that. the
1: first. I mean,
2: bruh, I've mm. never had that, I've never heard about it, but my god, I will be eating it for the rest of my life.
0: Crazy. Here's one. Here, once you get back, I want you to come in all black and just put it outside my door and leave it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess somebody's leaving neck bones outside of people's doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, that is funny. Um Man, I really don't want to I really don't want to claim this as a win, to be honest with you. Um let's try to think of something else.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, don't do that. That's cheating.
1: Yeah, no, it is cheating. Um let's see, what happened? What happened? What happened in my life? I thought I had something, but I, I really I I I don't. The Cowboys got the first game of the season. Don't do that. Don't what? do that. Oh, so <laughs> far? Huh? They haven't won a game until last yes, week. Yes, no, we won. This we won how many? How many? This this last week was our, our third win of the season. Wow. How many weeks in the season we are? That's not so bad. No, no it's terrible. We're actually we're this is like week 12. <laughs> this week, this week is week 12. Now nah, look, bro, the the NFC East is terrible, dog. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about the NFC East, bro. The NFC East, three teams, bro, are what? tied for second at seven and three. <sighs> Three teams are tied at seven and three, bro. The Cowboys, Washington, and I forgot who the other team is. Uh, Wait, seven and is three or Giants? three? And seven. It's the Giants, three and seven, three oh, and seven. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes, no, three and seven. Yeah, so three teams are tied at three and seven. The Giants, Yo, <laughs> uh, Washington's football team, and then us. The Eagles are in first place, but the only reason they're in first place is because they have a tie. That's the only reason they're in first place, bro. Well, it's, not, it's not a loss. It's, it's not a <laughs> so loss.
2: So I don't I don't really
1: follow football like that, but can we just throw the division away? You no. Might as well. what, no, one of us gotta make it out. And that's what's wild. wild that's what's wild about like football and how ranking goes and division ranking is like we can be the trashest team, but if we're first place in our division, we go to the playoffs.
2: So let's we go to the wild I, card. We go to what wild is it? card. It's sixteen I mean, I weeks, right?
1: Uh sixteen playing weeks, yeah.
2: Okay, so what if y'all mess around and go like, I don't know, four and twelve, but you
1: make the playoffs? Are you gonna be proud of that? If we're four and twelve, it's the oh, Cowboys. Oh, no, not really. Yes, yes, it'll be proud. No, it's I'm not. No, 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 no. No, see, I'm but I'm a realistic Cowboys fan, though. Right, like I know we're trash. I know we're garbage, and I know we're probably gonna be a first round exit if we do make it to the wild card. But, um. I mean, no, nah, that's not one of those things. That's the thing. Like, that's the thing about being in the NFC East, right? Like, all you have to do is be in first place. That's it. Be so in first a, place, and that's for, it. It's not really a division. Yeah. You don't have to be great. You just have to be mediocre. No, you well, just have to be first. You can be trash, as long as you're first. <laughs> yeah. I'm just
2: saying, like, but, I mean, like, you talk about that in the NBA. It's just like like a team from the East is like, you know, back in the day would win, like, 30 games and they get the eight seed, and then it'd be a fifty-game win West team that didn't make it. and It's like
1: right, it's the same. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but why does that count? Why would why would y'all even acknowledge the division? Because the thing is, see, the, the, here's the thing about playoffs in general, right? Like, bro, are you the Cowboys? Yes, all day.
0: No, no, it's not all day. This is the first time I've seen it uh, this year. I've,
1: I've had I've had Cowboys gear on before on this podcast, at least like maybe at least two or three times. Yeah. In three years. I mean, is it cold
2: where you at? Like where you talking? like y'all not got heat.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Rez. Yes, our heat did go out. Thank you very much. Oh, damn. No, no I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm
0: just <laughs> Dude, so funny right now, bro. Like you better start
1: firing that fireplace shit. I nick for real. I got the wood too. I need to get some more. Um, but no, see, that's the thing about playoffs though, is like once you're in the playoffs. It's zero zero, regardless. I mean, we saw in the um, in the NBA, what team went what, what team went deep? The Nuggets, the Nuggets went deep, mm-hmm. yeah, but they were third best team in the West. Yeah, but look who they were beating, though. That's and that's that's the beauty about playoffs, like it's it's zero zero starting. Now I'm saying that I still think we're going to be a first round exit in the wild card, but as long as you get there, just get there. I think that says something more than you not getting there, regardless of how strong your division is.
2: What if y'all went four and twelve and one with a, with that? quarterback that y'all running.
1: Dalton? Andy Dalton? Yeah, y'all Who, who won the Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> I mean shit. Uh um well, shit. who did you, just, you should have said the first round of the playoffs. But I'm no, saying no, like
2: no. the season, like I'm just being hypothetical just for the heck of it. Like no,
1: because because Philly did it. Philly won the Super Bowl with their backup quarterback when Carl Wentz went out a but he few was years a good, ago. He was,
0: a good, he was a good quarterback though.
1: Oh. Andy Dalton's decent. I'm Andy just, Andy Dalton, he's decent enough to, to keep to keep the, the offense spread out. See when we didn't have Andy Dalton, we only had Zeke. And like all you have to do was stop Zeke and we want to score. At least Andy Dalton can throw to where it's like, all right, like he can he making, you know, throw down the field. We still gotta watch Zeke. So it kind of spreads you have to spread the defense out. He's still trash. He's not he's not uh Dak.
2: Uh, you're a measured Cowboys fan. So I'm just like, okay, so mm-hmm. if y'all in twelve and that's a trash season, but then y'all win the Super Bowl, how's the season looked at?
1: It's a Super Bowl. What you, What do you mean? Well, yeah. What are we talking about? You, you won a championship. I, th- I think. I think our playoff play counts more than our our. I mean, our um our season play would count in that just, sense. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Because we're now just, we'll be, we're be we're beating higher. We're beating high caliber teams. Yeah, all right. So, so we're saying if we win the Super Bowl, but we had a trash season, that does that doesn't matter.
2: I mean, I don't know. I look at that kind of like, and maybe it's that's the basketball. Part of me, I'm just like, mm-hmm. just because you get hot for like four or five weeks, doesn't mean that you were le- legitimately the best team. Kind of like how, but you uh, still have to beat
0: the best teams to get there, though.
2: I mean, yeah, that's kind of
0: true. Cause, like, even with uh this year with uh Miami, mm-hmm. we know that they really shouldn't have been there, but they they beat they beat the teams to get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but I mean yeah. in the
2: grand things like if we if they would have won, let's say Miami won the championship I ain't trying to sign this as a sports talk we, can, we got other stuff to talk about but I'm just saying like Miami won the championship we all gonna be like yeah but
0: now nah, we would say yo get this LeBron talk out
2: of here we've been like yo that Miami team trash
1: but get LeBron the F out of here
2: <laughs> he couldn't get past
1: Miami Man, and, you gotta you gotta respect him you gotta respect him you fifth, gotta respect the ring a
2: fifth seed. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You don't have to respect a fifth seed. They,
1: they a be fi- a fifth seed winning the NBA championship. Why not? You got to respect that. No, no, no.
2: For Miami, that's kind of fluky because you, you could say, like, all right, well, if it went for the bubble, there's no way in hell that you're winning the championship. Like, this is, it's just statistically improbable. But that's if Lebron a lost to a fifth seed team, yeah, get all that stuff out of here. That's fair. Just because he won, you can look at it like, bro, it's a fifth seed team. You, they shouldn't even have taken y'all six. Y'all should have swept. Yeah, mm. but
1: the yeah. thing about the thing about football is, oh, that's true. You only have to play good one night, one time, and I hate that shit.
2: I hate that. I know New Orleans fans hate that. Boy, all
1: of I didn't gotten the last. Three. Yeah, yeah, play good one night. That's, that's it. Cool. Oh, all right. anyway, my my win back to my win. Since we want to bring in football, y'all want to talk about my Dallas Cowboys. My win is still maintaining first place in fantasy football. J Rock. Nigga. Let's talk about that. See, I see, see. <laughs> <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that. Oh, and that, that L you took to Alex last night. Let's Yo, talk about so, that one. So, so you bring that type of heat. I'm Is just that saying, what we're doing? I'm just saying you want to talk about my cowboys on and off air. You talked about it when we first hopped on before Rudy <laughs> hopped on. Now you talk about him again on air? Yeah, no. Nah. Let's talk about that L you took last night, sir. Huh? Second place. Still? Yep, but hey, okay, but but whose fault was it? Well, nobody's Tom fault. Brady, but well, nobody' fault. It's man, it's manager's fault. No, no, not,
0: not, fault. not It was Tom Brady. Imagine one throwing the football. That was Tom Brady, sorry ass, overthrowing Ant- Antonio Brown three times straight. I hear you I throwing hear that pick saying. for no fucking reason. This is why. We don't like Tom Brady. I never liked him. That's why New Orleans be as sorry
1: as both times we played them. Ah, uh, okay. I got you. I hear what you're saying. Man. That, that, mm, do you? Do you? <laughs> that boy say different. Mm. That boys say different. So, okay. It was. It was. You know, I'm not gonna lie to you, Don. I I think last night you kind of you got kind of kind of played a little bit because it was really close, like. It was like one minute left, I think, and yep. you were down less than a point. Oh boy! And then for Tom Brady to throw that interception like that—all like,
0: oh, he had to do was terrible do uh, dump it off to Gronk in that play.
1: That's it. That's it. That's it. Literally, and it, they it, and it. they literally could have won the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you and I'll be won. in first place. Yeah, yeah. But yeah.
0: Tom Brady, trash ass nigga. So it is what it is. And that's oh your quarterback. Gosh. Nah.
1: That's not. That's the thing. It's not no, he's back. he's not the quarterback. But <laughs> you need to help for your play, so.
0: right? I have Antonio Brown, and I have Gronk, and to so have the wide receiver from the tight end, he has to throw to him. Facts got it. He's that's supposed facts. to be the go, but he's playing like trash. Well, I mean, he's a goat in like what his twilight years. And ele- allegedly, he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Everybody was all hyped up. Oh, he finna win a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. Hmm. You don't know he's not. Yo, he's playing worse than Michael Jordan did in the when he played at the Wizards.
1: Dang, it's like that.
0: This last game, yeah.
1: I don't know if it's that deep. Jerry's just upset because he lost. That's all. Look at That's him. All. All. Any 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 other day, any other day, when, <laughs> any other day when Tom Brady is 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 hidden, drunk, <laughs> hidden Antonio Brown. He ain't got shit to say now that he. Over here, throwing interception and said, "Now he got oh, he trash, nah. he trash." All right. Okay. How many he something she threw now. last night? I'm just saying, though. Tom Brady's to get-
0: man. And and he's and 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 they want him in, in the case for MVP. Nah, get the fuck out of here, bro. Trash. bro. Nigga, put the backup in. Bro. Take Tom out of here. Get him out of here.
1: Hey, be sure ain't getting no touches there. You won't do that. <laughs> 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 you ain't lying. What you say? What you say? Uh, rest.
2: No, I'm just saying, like if Tom Brady wasn't doing what he's doing, J-Rock wouldn't even be in second place. Major can't be that trash. Nah,
0: Major. because I did because Antonio just got on my team. AB just got on my team two weeks ago. I got you. So I was winning, and Gronk just got on my team three weeks ago. So I was winning without them niggas. All
1: right, all right. You got it, but yeah, that's my win, and so. We got, nah, we got three weeks left. And I don't like your win. We got three weeks left. No, we got three weeks left. I don't even think I'm going to play thing. If you get into six, you'd be all right. You can make it into sixth place. Where you am I at good. Right You're doing there. Eighth uh, place. Eighth? Damn, think.
2: bro. I went from first to eight. Good Lord. Hey, man.
1: Be like that in fantasy. That's a tough drop. All right. All right, man. Let's uh get into it. That's it, right? You did your win already, Rice? Mm hmm. Major facts, man. Well, um congrats to us, I guess, for having our first successful turkey giveaway drive
0: ever yeah, really- for
1: the podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, man, that was a that was a pretty cool experience. Um It was cool, man. It was cool. It was dope. It was dope. Um we had it at Fraser Fraser Fellowship in East Dallas. We fed 25 families, dude. I thought that was I thought that was a huge a huge blessing for us, man
2: big big time big time yeah,
1: yeah. major major are you,
2: major are you, gonna, are you gonna tee it up you gonna set it up you gonna you gonna talk about the genesis of everything and like how this kind of came to pass um
1: yeah i can um hold on let me see how much better i got on my laptop <laughs> on yeah, my, yeah good idea uh, yeah for real i get in the middle of this thing talking i got some so, time. how we started is i know right <laughs> man so you know what dude um you know, we've, we've in the past talked about doing turkey drives, right? Uh, we just never, I guess, never did it. But this year, I thought it was really important to at least attempt to do it with everything that's going on. You know, you look on the news and stuff, you see all these long-ass lines of, you know, food, uh, at food banks, people trying to get food and shit. And so, dude, I think I was, like, driving one day, and I was like, man, we should, we should really try to do it this year. So, I'm, I'm glad y'all were down um, to do it. And to be honest with you, I'm not even going to lie, dude, like, when we, when I first... Thought of it, I was thinking like, man, we we get like a turkey a piece, hop on the podcast and be like, hey, you know, we passing out turkeys, submit a family to us Mm -hmm. and, you know, we'll pick three families and just give them turkeys. So for it to go from that, right, to feeding 25 families and then not just giving them turkeys, but giving them green beans, mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, corn, uh, a pie for dessert. I mean, a whole bunch. I think I had a whole dinner, dude, and yeah. man, it was just—it was just really overwhelming. Boy, I could even—even even imagine for it being a first event like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. So yeah, man, it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. It was cool doing, man. Um, the event day was dope. Rudy, really, you were there. Glad you was able to rake it. Rock. I hate that you couldn't get off. Man, we got had to work. Man, had to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe next time we uh. We try to we try to do it on, on the weekend, I guess. But we were kind of at the restrictions of the building because the building was closed on the weekends. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it was it was shit. It was it was dope. It was dope. It was dope. I don't know, sir. I think I think for me,
2: like, uh, and I know I've told y'all this separately, but um, I didn't really like. You know, when when A first brought it up, you know, I was just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, um, we'll do something. And I just didn't, I didn't understand the magnitude of it. Uh, Like, I didn't think how big it could actually get for us. I was like, you know, we'll chip in like 50 bucks, you know, here or there. Um, And, you know, we'll just kind of go from there. And um, I think what surprised me was the generosity of people like there were some people that actually donated without even having to explain the whole thing it was just just Mm -hmm. because we were doing it and Mm -hmm. they mess with us they donated and i was like man that's love and Mm -hmm. then i think the moment that kind of crystallized it for me was when two moments one the gentleman that filmed it actually got up at 3 a.m left shreveport louisiana drove all the way to dallas recorded um uh, picking up the food at like 8 a.m. And then just doing the whole thing for event for us. That was one Cause was like, man, that's big time. Like he sacrificed to make. Then that drove happen. back the same day. Then drove back the same day. Mm. And then the second one was when there was this uh, this woman, this older uh, or elderly woman in a wheelchair and she couldn't move by herself. Like somebody had to push her. And when I saw her get pushed to the line and I saw Abe give her that dinner, I was that that one got me. And I was just like, all right, like this is what this is all about.
1: Yeah. Bro. And it was a line.
2: There was a line of people waiting, like on time, waiting for the food.
1: Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. I think the first, maybe like within the first 10, 20 minutes, we got rid of like 13 turkeys, bro. Thirteen, yeah, man. And what, what I what I thought was so crazy about it, um, Barry, who who's at the place, um, who's the rec coordinator, at Frazier, um, how we had it set up was, you know, we had the RSVP for a turkey, right? So um, she said that, you know, they we had a flyer, they started passing out the flyer, and then she just like started receiving calls and text messages and calls and calls for turkeys, and I think within maybe a few days she had already had twenty five people. Um, reserve a uh, turkey, and then, like Red said, at the event started at eleven. I think at like ten fifty, people yeah. started lining up. Yep, mm. yeah. And what what was kind of interesting about it was um, these the people who RSVP had priority. Um, so as long as they came in between the block the time block of eleven to one, there would be a turkey waiting for them. Well, there were people who didn't RSVP, but if one came and we had leftover turkeys, then we'd give them to whoever there was literally like people who would come then RSVP but then would be waiting outside until 1 to see if there was any turkeys left yeah man so it was like we me and me and Rez would be at the at the counter whatever and this is big, it's like a big glass so you see out into the into the community and it's like it's people out there just waiting one lady she came back a few times um but yes they would just they would just wait bro for turkey so it just it kind of it kind of goes to show like you know, the one, the people that are in need, um, and we, and we saw, we saw it, you know, at face value, like right in front of us. I mean, you know, we see it on the news and stuff, but to yeah. see people like in need, coming, signing up, trying to get a turkey and, um, you know, just, just wanting to do something or have something for Thanksgiving. Um, you know, it just shows how, how one it shows like i said how much the need is out there but then two it shows how blessed and fortunate we are to even be able to do something like this like yeah um yeah man i mean i mean to keep it a being like all of us we mean if we're keeping it keep, keeping it frank like this this COVID and pandemic during all this we really haven't missed a beat you know what i'm saying uh-huh. as far as yeah. like finance or anything like that like we're working from home and all that stuff for the most part and you know we've been able to keep our jobs and all this stuff so um just to be able to give back, I thought it was like you know really important, especially this year because you know 2020 has been wild, bro. Man, like, it's been wild. I mean we've we've lost we've lost so many people. Like let's not even talk about the pandemic, but like even before that, like we've lost icons. We lost Kobe. We lost Chadwick Bozeman, We probably, yeah. like like we lost people that we look up to just in our community alone. Right. But even if you're talking about the coronavirus, I mean people have lost husbands they lost wives they lost their kids their aunts their uncles they lost their jobs they lost sources of income they lost their mental health so like this year was extremely selfish in a sense and so to be able to be in a position to just give back even though it was just 25 families like that's that's big but i mean it's kind of small in the grand scheme of things but it's just to be able to do that in an environment like this i think is very impactful and changing so
0: no absolutely and Man, I, I wish I could have I, I definitely wish I could have been there. But like whenever you first brought it up, I I had the same thought you're like, okay, we'll all get a turkey or we may get two turkeys and we'll give it out on the podcast. Mm. So I'm thinking like we'll give six turkeys, you know, three to six, something like that. And when it really hit me is when you sent the pictures of just the turkeys just in the d- just buying them. And um, I, I just saw just the amount of food that was there. It's like, I texted me. It's like we're really gonna make a difference with this. Yeah, because man, because like you know, I give for you know, you know, church. I give you know through work. You know, I give out what I can. But actually seeing your money make a difference, mm-hmm. and actually seeing so many people willing to give to help out. Yeah, bro. Man.
1: Yeah. It was it was crazy. It was crazy to support, dude. I mean, people came out of the gates donating turkey, donating kangas. like it was wild, dude. Like I said, this is this was the first swing at this. So it's not like we had experience in fundraising or yeah. putting on an event like this. At least not me. I haven't I don't have any experience in this. I mean I I, know, I, 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 I did, definitely I did. couldn't tell. Yeah. I, mean, I did programs as an RA, but not nah, doing some shit yeah. like to this magnitude, like nah, yeah, it, it hasn't it hasn't happened. So like the fact that I think Red said, like the fact that people just came out the gate and they just supported off the strength of knowing us, yeah, was man, that shit was that shit was huge, bro. That shit mm-hmm. was huge as hell. Yeah,
0: because everybody who donated for me, is like, hey, we're doing a, we're giving away uh, turkeys. Like, okay, how much? Okay, uh, just send me the link. Mm-hmm. oh, damn. Yeah, bro, that, that's all I gotta say.
2: And, no, and- yeah, seriously. And shout out mm-hmm. to, to the contributors, like everybody contributed, whether it was donating food, time, money, money whatever, like, yeah. I mean, like there were legit people that said they were going to send one amount and sent twice that amount. Mm-hmm. Like, I know two people individually that literally did that, and it's just like, um, that's just a blessing, man. And then, yeah. um I know Abe brought up that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's kind of small, but really in the grand scheme of things, I feel like, like, Like God multiplied our vision. Like what? And not even our vision, A's vision, because this is A's vision. And you know, we're going in thinking, like, all right, cool, you know, we'll do a handful of turkeys, maybe three, three to six. And it's like he multiplied it multiple times to Mm -hmm. you know get up to 25 families. Like that's a quarter of a hundred people. Like that's 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 nothing. Yeah, it's not like it's not like you just gave them the turkey, you gave them a whole meal like they're mm. like some of the meals that they're eating for free is going to be better than some meals that people go. And unfortunately their auntie can't cook,
0: right.
2: you know, that somebody in the family, they, they suck at cooking and they go eat a trash meal this Thanksgiving. Yeah, And so that was, that was awesome. And I just feel like God really blessed it. for that to be our first venture yeah, and, and shout out to Abe for like spearheading that, and like all the behind the scenes stuff, all the, all the 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 grunt work, all the the stuff, the headaches, and you know the setbacks that mm-hmm. he went through on our behalf that we didn't have to go through for that event. Like, the tip of the cap to you, bro.
1: Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, it was some set, it, was, it was some setbacks though. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> And hey, you're right. This is let's, so let so let me backtrack. That this is really huge. This is really really huge, bro. So you're right. This is huge. Um, this is big. Like I said, I'm excited. Um, but yeah, man. Like it, I mean, I think w- when and I realize this, like when you try to do something like this, it's not going to go perfect, right? And that's the thing. Like you're going to have hiccups. You're going to have shit happen. You're going to have you go to a store and some shit's going to be sold out. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to wake up early to get stuff. Like I think I think with I think probably the the most major setback we had was the event change date. Yeah. Yes, that was that was a huge setback, dude. Because we went from um, we went from having a a secure date right on the twenty first, which is a weekend. Mm -hmm. um, And my assumption is that everybody would be there, but at the time, Red said that he was going to be in Tennessee. Right. I was like, well, damn, you know what I mean? And so that's, that's another thing. It's like trying to get everyone on schedule to be mm-hmm. at an event and then have the coordinator say, Hey, is this okay if we do it this day? You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, the fact that we had to switch it from a Saturday, uh, because the, the buildings closed on Saturday to then now switching it to a weekday mm. during the day in itself is like, okay. How like, how do we, how do we manage this? Now we got to take yeah. off, you know, and yeah. who's going to be willing to take off? You know what I mean? Right. And so it's mm-hmm. like, it's just, it's just kind of just, you know, different stuff that you have to like navigate through. And it's, it's interesting because when, when, we, when I first did this or when I, when I first like kind of decided to even do this, I brought my brother-in-law uh, in on this, Jeffrey uh, with my people, he was on this project with us. And I remember talking to him and we were just trying to just we were on the phone. We were just trying to just figure it out, bro. Like, yeah, how do we do this right? And one thing that he said to me that stuck out, he was like, "Dude, like, if your heart is pure in this, you're doing something good. God's gonna like, God got us. He's gonna figure it out." And yeah. nigga, literally throughout the throughout the whole process, shit was just like being figured out, bro. Like whether yeah. it was something that we came up with or just something like. Universe came up with the whatever. It's like stuff just yep. kind of just it just happened, and um, yeah, man. So that was like one of the that was like one of the major setbacks, dude. Because then it went from like, okay, who could be there, right? Like, who mm-hmm. would be willing to take off? Like, will we have people show up? Is is eleven to one? Are people still going to be at work? Are we over with all the shit? Like, what what is it going? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is, what is it going to be? And so it's like. my anxiety is already bad and so trying to figure like trying to navigate that is like shit right and so turkeys the turkeys was another another obstacle where we gonna store these hoes you know what i mean like that was another thing um luckily for us though we were able to buy them the day of and then she had a a commercial size freezer that we can just put them in so that that in itself worked out too um you know, some people would think that the, the turkeys would be the hardest thing to get during something like this. Well, actually the hardest thing to get, um were the pies. Especially saying, the bell pies.
0: I thought you were yes. about to say the Kool Aid. Like, like, yeah. nah.
1: <laughs> the Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid was the hardest thing to get. No, and um Especially the, red. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> can't get no red everywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, the, the 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 pies were the hard hardest thing to get. Um I feel like it would have been canned goods and the reason i say that is because uh, most majority of our canned goods got donated to us like we had close to like 40 canned goods get donated but the thing about the green beans and the corn was you kind of had to be mindful when you went to the store because people are shopping for thanksgiving people are um on a covid run so there's like a run on on groceries now there's a run on toilet paper and all this stuff so you i feel like if if we bought it stuff at this at the right time, we would be good. But we got most of the cans of corned, cans of, cans of vegetables donated. The pies were hard because the pies, like I said, they're bell pies, right? You said the paleo bell pies, so they're they're already at high demand. <laughs> they only put so many out at a time. So there's that, and then you have to buy them close to the, you have to, to the buy date. them to the yeah to to have a um a and date a fresh date that goes into close to thanksgiving so that in itself was an obstacle but i mean you know it, it all worked out like i said it it went like once we got to the event it actually went smoother than i thought like like i mean we had people lined up outside we had one family in at a time like covid protocol we cleaned everything before we brought any food in like it was it was almost smooth sailing once we got to the event but yeah, nigga, it was nigga, I was like in my head like, what <laughs> no, so But yeah, nah, it worked out. It worked out. Man, you know what? Some so you know what's crazy? What? Something so crazy happened. Right. I mean, Rez, I kinda told you that. I told you a, I told you a piece of it. Or oh, you heard a piece of it rather than when we were at the place. So Rock, we were um, me and my brother in law, we were shopping for yep. Oh yeah. The, yeah. So we were shopping for um We were about my shopping for some of the stuff, right? And we're in the potatoes aisles, like looking for, like looking at potatoes and shit. And this woman rolls by on like one of the carts that you roll on. Yeah. Um, that has like the shopping cart, you kind of ride it around the store. She rolls by us, um, stops in front of us, and then just kind of just continues like shopping or whatever. Well, we see her again in the store and she stops us and she's like, Hey, excuse me, are you guys shopping for, um, are you guys feeding families this year for Thanksgiving? And we're like, Yeah, we're feeding families. And she's like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Can I, can I get you guys something? And we were like, sure. And she popped open her wallet and just gave us twenty five dollars on the spot,
0: mm.
1: just off a rip, just just a blessing That's right beautiful. there. Yeah, bro. Because she just he's seen us doing something good. Now, I thought that was amazing. I thought that was the most beautiful thing in the world, and it just shows like people are in the mood and the spirit to give back, even if they don't know you. Like a lot of people yep. that 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 donated to this project. Knew us, or they knew somebody that knew us. You know, so it's kind of like, um, was it six degrees of separation or something like that? Where like you Mm -hmm. know somebody kind of know you, so they're like, okay, yeah, we trust this guy. This person didn't know us at all. Didn't know us from Adam, and we didn't see her at all for the rest for the rest of the time we were at the store. So I thought that was beautiful, bro. I thought that was beautiful.
2: Yo, what if that was an angel? Like,
1: real talk. What if that was just like, bro? This gets to my next point. I'm glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. I let me ask you guys something. Have y'all ever felt like like people people in the afterlife have like blessed you in some way, but like you know it. Not like you think that's what it was, like you know it. Has there, has that ever happened to you? Yes.
0: Hmm. Go ahead. So like mine was when I was um I told a story before when I was um involved in the accident with A 10 Wheeler. Because I'm driving 70, seven miles an hour, it's raining, uh, passing a 18-wheeler, uh, water gets thrown under my car, and I'm perfectly calm, not nervous at all, and I feel at peace. I hit the 18-wheeler three times, it got thrown across the interstate into the other lane where on- oncoming traffic was, but I was at peace the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it literally was, I felt like I'm playing a video game. I'm seeing myself where everything's happening. Yeah. You know, it's kind of ironic you
2: say that. So I didn't give, I gave credit to God. I didn't really give credit to anybody in the afterlife. But I kind of had a similar situation. So uh, I was in college. And at the time, my girlfriend was like, there was a, um, it was a hurricane that was coming. Hmm. And she was like, well, she didn't want to go through the storm by herself so she wouldn't pick me up we go to this target because she's trying to just grab some last minute and like it's a run on target like everything on the walls are like gone and so i was like yo i got a bad feeling about this so i say let's just go we we start driving downtown this is like tallahassee florida and we hit the stop sign or the stop light the light turns red and she jerks forward right Mm -hmm. And so I was like, yo, put your seatbelt on. Because I always would have to get on her about putting on her seatbelt. Right. No lie, not even two minutes later, we're going towards the Capitol and a car literally that was like, it's a two lane road, right? Mm -hmm. We're like two lanes going one direction. This car literally spins out, starts coming back towards us. And literally she turns the wheel to the right And I'm sitting there in the car and it just felt like, like you said, like just slow motion. I was like, oh, snap, like we're going to flip over. Mm. And so we started tilting over and the like the car fell on my side. I'm in the passenger seat. So the glass hits my face,
0: but I don't Mm.
2: feel anything. Right. And then I'm looking out the corner of my eye and I can see the concrete like scraping next to me. And then Hmm. we flip over and I'm like, yo, we're going to flip over on top of this car. And we flipped over on top of the other car. Yeah. And the only thing that kept her from crashing down was the seatbelt that she put on when we ran into that stoplight two minutes earlier. Wow. So that I gave credit to God. I didn't really think about maybe I should give credit to someone in afterlife by way of God. But I mean, like, yeah. That that and it was like the most peaceful, calm thing ever.
0: Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, now I know that feeling. It's scary how calm you can be in this in that situation, but like
1: I felt covered. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Okay, so the reason that's it's just it's so, it's so it's so spooky. It's so spooky almost. It's like, man, what the fuck is going on? So this woman, right? Um so she gives us the money, right? Mind you, kind of backstory, you know, she gave a random woman in the store riding around on a, um, a motorized shopping cart, stops us, give us some money, right? And so I thank her. I'm like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I asked her what her name was. I said, hey, what's, the, what's your name? And she says, Marsha, right? And that name, Marsha, is the, is the name of my aunt who passed away. A few years ago, and she was wheelchair bound. What? Oh wow. What yes, we, bro. What are we doing? Yes, bro. <laughs> what we yes, doing? bro. And I didn't even realize I didn't even, I didn't even it didn't even register me when we was at the store, bro. I went to my sister's house, my brother-in-law was like, Say, hey, man, tell tell uh, what happened at uh at the store today. So I was like, Yeah, man, you know, we were shopping there. Man, this woman, man, she rolled by us, gave us some money and all that stuff. I said, You know, what's your name? Marsha, and she was like, oh, Okay, that's what I was like, okay, that's what's up. My sister was like, Man. Isn't that a blessing how your aunt is blessing your vision even in afterlife? And I like, stopped, bro. I Man, was like, I bet. I was like, what? That's fire. The hell, dog. So for you to even say, like, what if that was an angel? That was like a real life experience for me in that moment, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's ties ty- that too close, bro. Black woman, older. Wheelchair bound, rolling bios, and you have the same name as my aunt who was wheelchair bound. I Don't believe in coincidences, bro. And you never saw her again. I never saw her mm. again. That
2: that's the thing that got me. The name, the name, the wheelchair, and the fact that you never saw him again.
1: Bro, you're talking about I got chills right now. You, you talking about chills? I was like, yeah. oh my God. And this the thing is, like, this isn't the first time that I I've felt my aunt. This isn't the first time. I remember I remember distinctly. One time I was sitting in front of my sister's house and I was just like, damn For I was like depressed. I was like, man, what the hell is going on with me? And like I felt her. And it's it's kind of even weird to even say, or it's kind of even weird to explain, but it's like you feel a person. Like
0: mm-hmm. I know exactly what you
1: mean. Yeah, and it's not, but it's not like they're hugging you. It's not like you're hugging them, it's like you feel their presence, and it was like. It was like, I smelled her perfume, bro. It was like the craziest thing. Mm. I'm not going
0: to lie. That had to happen, especially if I'm in a bad mood or something like that, is I will smell my grandmother's, like, how the house used to smell. Yes, bro. And
1: it would take me back to that moment. Like, no. Yeah. Bro. So when this woman was like, her name was Marsha, and that's my sister tied that back to me, I was like, Oh my gosh. But I'm not gonna lie to you, like after I heard that, like I had a bunch of anxiety about this project. But once I heard that, I was like, oh, we good. Like this is good. This is good. This is good. We're gonna be solid. We're gonna make this thing. Mm. This thing is gonna crack. And so it's like that shit, yeah, bro. Like yeah. when you said when you said that, I was like, Yeah, that's the exact experience I had with this project, dog.
2: understand understanding.
1: Man, look, wow. you hear me, bro. So I,
0: I, see, I at first I had a joke, but I'm not even gonna do it now.
1: You going to be having dark jokes. Something wrong with you.
0: Nah, see, but it was so I was gonna say it, it is it's the but tasty treat fairy. He's still gonna do that oh, that's the, the same treat. lady.
1: <laughs> the tasty treats fairy. <laughs> <laughs> this boy here. This boy here. Oh, um switch me over, my phone's gonna die. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um yeah, man, that, that was that. Carry me? Yep. Oh,
2: God dang. You went from HD to <laughs> <laughs> Yo.
1: What happened? <laughs> you went from
0: HD <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, my, my camera, bro. is oh, It's just not
0: good. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: It's not good. The whole the whole shit changed up, bro. Let me get the light over here. I'm also this room got so goddamn dark. That's what I'm saying, man. That's the power of the of the iPhone camera. Nigga, the iPhone 12. This camera is from 2011.
0: It it, it looked like an Android camera. Um, Yeah, it got it
1: got real. It got mad gloomy. (laughs) <laughs>
0: if you're, if you're original movie be like yo
2: that looks so good then the sequel start coming like what if it's gonna be it's not that good
1: it's not, <laughs> it's not <laughs> yeah, yeah bro it's it's trash it's trash oh, uh
0: shit. i needed that laugh thank you
1: yeah but yeah man it, it all in all it was a dope event we blessed 25 families that's a huge thing very huge thing. And next year, I just want to see, you know, if we could do a bigger and bigger. Better. Maybe we do 50. Uh, Absolutely. Maybe. I'm definitely, man. I, I definitely cannot wait. <laughs> if God blessed
2: us to do 25 in three weeks with a year, I think we could mess around and do 100.
1: Dog, uh, we had three weeks. It was three weeks to plan this.
0: That's crazy. To plan it. And then we didn't start getting donations until, like, a week later. That's a good point. Yeah.
1: We started sending donations like, the first week in November. Great point. That's Wild. That Shouts out! Shout out to everybody, man! Shouts out to God! Shouts out to all the the angels that that was rocking and rolling during this project. And like I said, thanks to everyone that that donated, dude. Like I told myself, like I was gonna, I'm gonna call everybody and thank them. Yeah. Just personally thank them. You know what I'm saying? Because that's big, dude. Like a lot of these people, I don't know them. You know what I mean? They just want to donate, just you know, because we were doing something good. So that's cool. Oh. All right, man. Um, rolling off of that and rolling into... Man, hold on. Real quick. Real quick. I know we're going to talk about uh, Fresh Prince. Did y'all hear what happened to Dave Chappelle? No, what happened? Okay. You know, Dave Chappelle's fine. He's healthy. He doesn't have COVID and like that. Oh, no, boy. he asked... You know, he's, he's beefing with uh, Viacom. And so Dave Chappelle asked Netflix to take the Chappelle show off of Netflix.
0: I I did see that on oh. his uh on his Saturday night uh monologue that that was, was it?
1: it was disgusting was it see I didn't yeah. I didn't see that I didn't see no, the monologue no, he
0: set it up he's like man he was talking about his grandparents like and you know this week you know I, I want to think back how my grandfather would feel about it he has his name is on a TV show and I'm not getting
1: paid for it that mm. <laughs> I was like yo yeah man yeah so. Yeah, he he went to Netflix. He's like, "Hey man, can y'all take this off?" It was like, "Yeah, we'll do it." I mean, no, because it, it still got his—he still has a contract with Netflix. But the fact is, Netflix, uh, Viacom licensed the Chappelle show, and they're not paying Dave Chappelle for it, like Rock said. And so he asked him to take it off. I was like, "Damn, man!" And Netflix did it. That's what's up. That's
2: a power move right there.
1: It is. I'm I mean, a- shit, you you ain't gonna lose Dave Chappelle. Facts. Uh, I don't know, man. Disney lost uh, Shonda Rhimes.
0: Who? Exactly. Shonda Rhimes. Really? What?
1: Scandal. Gray's Anatomy. Uh, How with murder with? with Murder.
0: Wait, the writer?
1: Yes, the, the show
2: the Yeah. Wow. I didn't know she had a deal with Disney.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What was she doing? Yeah,
1: with? the show was on ABC.
2: Wait, what was the show?
1: Grey's Anatomy. Scandal. How to get away with murder.
2: No, 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 I know that. Scandal. But I'm like, I, mean, what's I got to do with Disney,
1: they own the network.
2: God damn, they know everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, <hell> are you <laughs> <serious>? <laughs> the
1: mouse don't play, mouse don't play. yeah, yes, yes, bro, yeah. And I'm you know, good. you know what? It was, so apparently, she's been, she was already trying to get out of Netflix. I mean, she was already trying to get um out of Disney, but apparently, she had some family go to, um. To Disney World or something like that, and she was asking Disney for like tickets, like, "Hey, yo, can we get some tickets to uh Disney?" And they gave her a hard time about it, and so they they reluctantly gave them to her, but then like the tickets didn't work. Come on, Mickey. Yeah, bro. Come on, Mickey. Oh shit, Is that me? Yes. Okay, y'all talk. Let me find my headphones real quick.
2: Come on, Mickey, bro. So, so it's not bad. It's not. Bad enough that you butcher all our Disney classics, you give us a lifeless Lion King and these trash movies, but you gonna give her tickets that don't freaking work? The audacity, like bro, do you know how much
0: money them shows make? Nothing, nothing compared to the movies. Yeah, but it's all relative. It's a TV show.
2: Like how much that that TV show generates in comparison to other TV shows of the same ilk. Bro, they got like seven seasons out of How to Get Away with Murder. And, and Scandal at its peak? The hype that that show had? Come on, fam.
0: Yeah, but that that show is over. I mean, but yeah, no, Graves of Map, I think it's like at 15 seasons now. Something like, like come that. Come on,
2: bro. Like, y'all stop it, bro. Stop it. Y'all disrespectful. See, that's, that's why stuff like, you know, having to release Black Widow on, on streaming happens because of karma. Like, you kept playing around. And then are they, all are they,
0: are they actually going to release it all on uh, streaming now? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be forced to. Woo!
2: If Wonder If Wonder Woman is going to to HBO Max, then Black Widow ain't got a shot. Mm-hmm. She ain't got a shot, and her movie's like five to seven years too late anyway. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. And theaters, I think they're going bankrupt now. I think AMC's supposed to go under next month.
0: It, it definitely don't look good for
2: them. So yeah, nah, bro that's crazy but i didn't know about that dave chappelle though that dave chappelle kind of i feel bad for dave man he's such a genius dog and for them to just continuously rip him off on his show like that is just
0: it's a weird situation because like he's made his money back on it on the back end because he's had what four netflix specials uh by now so he's made his money but what made his name, he doesn't still get credit for.
2: Right. The thing that he put his heart, soul, and sweat into... I didn't say that right. Heart, sweat, and soul. or Something like oh. that. Regardless. The heart, thing that sweat, he, and tears. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> heart, sweat, and soul? <laughs> Your heart, sweat, and soul? I was like, man. <laughs> heart, sweat, and soul. Boy, that's a big leap. Like, man, sweat to soul? I don't know. <laughs> Good lord. But the thing that he he put his most uh work into and his passion into it. it's crazy that that's the thing that made him but isn't like paying him like it should
0: like, oh yeah if, S- S- oh, Chappelle should have made him a millionaire
2: it's the same way like it'd be the same way as like if if Will Smith wasn't getting paid for Fresh Prince like that's I mean, the thing that made him
0: I mean but he got paid for Aladdin
2: so uh. and that's ridiculous <laughs> he, he did a horrible job in that movie
0: I mean he was the best part, but I mean it was a trash movie, yeah, well, I mean
2: the part of the sh- the part of shit that don't smell bad doesn't make it not fit. <laughs> it still is nasty, uh,
0: but yeah, people use emoji to describe good shit all the time. you know, I've never seen good shit in an emoji, and emoji then <laughs> you have an iPhone now, mhm
2: you know what i think Ace sent the shit emoji an emoji earlier today <laughs> no nah, that was that was right it did that oh that was you yes yeah what did it say because i heard i saw it talking but it was on
0: mute i'll go back and listen to it don't worry i, 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 listen to, I, I don't know something
1: <laughs> i
0: don't even remember what i said <laughs> i had to go back and listen to my damn self
1: what is it you, appropriate you to use an an emoji? Tears earlier. Huh, bro? bro I, I, say cannot, blood, sweat, I cannot. Tears. cannot say blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> no, he, no, he
0: cannot say it. Yo, I he said. He said your blood, <laughs> your soul, and your soul. No, I said. What? I said. I said yo, what I said? I know. I said sweat and heart, soul. Heart, sweat, and,
1: and soul. And I said, said. Yeah, yeah heart, Sweet sweat, and soul.
2: Bro, I was like, first of all, your heart's internal. Your sweat comes out of you, and your soul's internal. So I'm going like inside to out to end. I'm like, bro, that's not a good leap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it only made sense. Oh my goodness. That's funny. Good That's Lord. funny. That's funny. Um yeah, yeah man, Fresh Prince, man, the reunion. Did y'all catch it? I bruh.
2: Yeah. Shout out to uh Akikio, man. Uh he allowed me to watch it and shit. That might have been in a bad, bad, bad year. That might have been one of the top three things that I Think happened this year. Like, love. Like, I mean, it was just to see the love of the family. Like, I didn't even know I I felt that emotionally tied to that show Mm. until I was watching the Mm. reunion. And like, every little thing just started to like trigger for me. Like,
0: everything hit differently.
2: It did, bro. Like, I mean, you know. I know we're gonna get into the the minutiae we'll get into the details and everything like that, but I mean just it, it it was my first impression was I didn't think it was gonna be that good. I thought it was gonna be good, but I it far exceeded every expectation I had.
1: Yeah. Yeah, same, 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 man. I, I just I was kind of I was watching it. I mean when I was I was kind of upset when I was watching it, um, but I was like, man, this is this is really put together well. And to be honest with you, I wasn't even gonna check for it. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't really like going to be. I wasn't going to be. Um, damn, am I still echoing? <laughs> is it me? No, you're fine. You sound clear on my end. Rock. Right. Just, 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 go ahead. Go ahead.
2: All he, right. Um, we're fine on my end. I don't know what that is.
1: So yeah, man, I would, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like press to watch it, but once you like see all the characters come together um and you just see like just the dynamic of the show and how the show was even put together and like the struggles it went through um you know with switching on the on vivs out and just just all that dude it was it was crazy to see like how like we we know that they're a sitcom family, right? Like we've right. seen sitcom families before, you know, with the Cosby show and all that stuff. But to see how they actually genuinely turned into a family, yeah. After it, like, I mean, they spent they spent six years together, bro, six six seasons together. So it was just it was it was it was really, really dope to watch because we got to see a different side of of each of them. I mean, you know, we see Will. I mean, Will's kind of still all over the place. Um Tatiana Ali we don't see too much of uh, um yeah <laughs> facts yeah Tatiana, Ali, ta- Tatiana Ali we different. don't see too much huh it's just, you say what it's different yeah it's different my god yeah man so to see all them come back and to see them all doing well and kind of see how they transgressed through the whole uh the whole show was it was dope dude i'm not going to lie it was pretty cool to see all that Yeah, no, it it definitely had a lot of
0: emotional highs on it that I didn't expect to be there. Mm. Uh, Before we get too deep, what's what's your favorite Fresh Prince moment for y'all? Oh, uh, that
1: episode. For me. For
0: me. Oh, shit. Probably. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Not for me, it's the sh- it's the one where Will's in the hospital and he asked Carlton for the gun back. Yeah. Oh wait, that, he took
1: a bullet, he took
0: a bullet for uh for Carlton. Yeah. hmm
2: mm-hmm. I I was gonna go I was gonna go with that one. Uh but th- I mean honestly, I remember watching the last episode when he hit the light. And I, mm-hmm. and I instinctively remember him jabbing it. Not it's not a click, not a turn. He just Jab and I just felt like
0: empty, mm-hmm. which that was a great way to start the episode. Yes. Start the yeah, yeah, because they played that scene, and then you see him jabbed again, and it's back on.
1: Right, uh-huh. that was to- like, oh.
2: to- <laughs> that yeah, that wasn't cheap.
1: No, they re- they recreated the entire set, dude. Yeah,
2: shout out to That's that shit that's crazy
1: yeah yeah it is yeah it is um man you know what what another dope moment on the show was for me um this is completely like off because we we said two really sentimental moments but when when um will will and carlton god damn that's when good. will and carlton when will and carlton uh blackmailed hillary i forgot all about that episode until they Yo, yeah, that it was up. hilarious yeah
2: i was like oh that is so solid dude wait was that the episode when at the very end carlton was running from scene to scene which episode was that see i
1: don't know i don't think that was that episode no, that was
0: a different episode i don't know what- what happened? There, but that that episode was hilarious. Cause somebody uh-huh. got left. I, it, it's escaping me. It's been so long. But
2: I remember like watching Carlton when he did that like dog, like yeah, <laughs> on the kitchen floor, and he just slid through, and like he was just going from set piece to set piece. It's like
1: oh no, no. uh huh, bam.
2: That was me. We'll talk about the fourth wall, but we got a lot. We got a lot to get into. But that that is just that's visceral bro like that's we just like like television at its peak
0: but -hmm. what's interesting like that that scene shows a lot of carlton out out after fresh prince the charisma the the what he is now yeah because a lot of fresh prince you see the goofy you see the the dance but like that scene shows his out the box thinking that he does
1: right
2: i think that was a freestyle wasn't did he say that was a freestyle
1: yeah he said yeah was a freestyle. completely impromptu but yeah we was like how do you even know how to do that like who oh, man. How, like come on man, you gonna just just break out into a run sliding across the
0: floor
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just slide across the floor and shit dude like what are you what are you doing how do you even know how to do something like that when did you guys uh,
2: know that first prince was a legendary show
1: I don't oh. think it took too. I don't think it took too long, dude. It wasn't that many shows. It wasn't that many black TV shows on, on. Um I mean there were a few. There were a few. Let me not get let me not get that. There, there, there were there were a few. I think I think I felt it was legendary. I don't know when, but the dynamic of the family. I felt made it legendary and unique. Like we have, we have the Cosby Show. and, You know, they're they're affluent and all this stuff. Like, but all of them, you know. And the only outside character is Steve Urkel. But with this family, um, wait, Steve Urkel was on Cosby. I, I was oh, no, no, no. no. I'm thinking <laughs> of family members. Not bad. No. Okay. I was, so no. Wait, there, what? There, yeah. So no, there weren't any outside characters. Then you have family members who's a pretty nice, tight knit family. But then, like I said, the the show really follows steve urkel with this one yeah yeah but this one you have um a high uh, you know a high uh, an affluent family living Mm -hmm. in bel-air and they bring um their nephew from the hood essentially into this family and then they have to try to figure out how all of them try to have to figure out how to navigate this new world and so i just think that even with that in itself that was something unique during that time. That in itself makes it legendary. Like it's not like Will, it's not it's not Uncle Phil Carlton like that. I think it's just that dynamic in itself, and the uniqueness of the show makes it make it makes it in a sense legendary, in my opinion. So I don't know if it was any particular episode or anything like that. To be honest with you, um, for me it was it was after
0: the fact, uh, because there was such a, you know, because you had Family Matters, you had Fresh Prince. You had, you know, the Jamie Foxx show that came on after that. You had Martin. So it came up in a time where there were so many great this Black shows that showed the the whole Black experience. But right. going back and looking at it, um, for me, it's Uncle Phil. Because, yes, we know Will's a great, you know, he brought the energy and the stories were around him. But it was Uncle Phil who brought the lessons, who actually brought the seriousness, who brought the gravity to the show. Right. So, for me, yeah, I give that credit to uh, James Avery. And like, you know, even after the show ended, when he passed, like that shit hurt. That one hurt, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: And it was years after the fact. I mean, years, years, decades. like what he passed in 12, 2012, right? Yeah, 12 12, uh, twelve or thirteen, yeah. Yeah and then the I'm show it was what like, ninety six? Yeah, or so ninety-five.
0: It was at least um at least it went six seasons 10, years after the show had already passed. That's crazy. So let me let me alter that question.
2: When did it cause Jay, you kind of more so hit on it than um Abe, like when did the show become legendary to you? Like when did it when did it click? Like, what facet of life were you in? Because I feel like, for me, I didn't realize it was legendary until after it was over. Like, I didn't realize it was legendary till, like, I would just catch myself watching, like, reruns on, like, UPN or on all these other stations. It's just like, damn, it's on WGN, it's on UPN, They're like it's on every channel, and it's 10, 15 years later, and I'm like, damn, this show is still on and it's still good and i kind of got caught in that whole well you got Fresh prince you got martin you got family matters you got uh the jamie Foxx show you got the waynes brothers you got all these shows and i'm like all these shows are all classics but sometimes you don't realize like there's levels to this and for me i didn't realize like there is a clear cut difference between Martin. I used to hear the Martin versus Fresh Prince arguments back and forth. Fam, this is not a contest. And I love Martin, but just the way that they were able to pull off season after season and end with that type of quality, like the end of the Martin was
1: bad. How did that? How did the Martin show end anyway?
2: When didn't they they move to uh did, was it LA or Miami? They moved they they left Detroit. I don't even remember. Like, but that's the thing, you don't even remember. Like, it, bruh. <laughs> Martin was dope. I'm just saying there's there's like there's a difference between these shows, but in real time, when I was watching them, I was just like, Oh, they're all great, right?
1: And Going I didn't know
2: levels to it.
0: For me, it's it's after the fact, but is because during that time period, you saw so many... Well, we, we were watching all these Black families. Mm-hmm. And then, five years after the fact, you didn't see it anymore. Right. So it's like, they stopped making shows like that. Right. So then it's like, oh, damn. Martin was good. Oh, Fresh Prince was... Oh, man, Jamie Foxx was... Man, do you remember how Jamie sung to, to, uh, to Fancy? She was amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, this,
2: oh, my gosh. Top tier. S-class. Um... Mm. Fancy was Jesus. She was fancy. Good Lord, that girl yeah. was so fun. I didn't even what. Boy. What? What we doing? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um. Uh, but you know, what,
0: what are we doing?
2: We had in the house. We had we had shows, but yeah, levels, bro.
0: Yeah, and I, I didn't realize the stuff that they were doing. Like I realized the four fall breaks, like coxing but you don't realize that in the moment watching it, right? You don't rush. Oh, other shows are copying this now. Right. Like they, they're setting the trend. Mm-hmm.
2: That's all I was asking.
1: We got to think about how the show was even created. Right. Like how. um They got it went to a moment where they were talking about each other's auditions, and you know, we saw Hillary's audition. (laughs) We saw right should not have been on that show basically. You know what? So Carlton was trashing that audition. Yeah, yeah, his his audition was the one that actually really stood out. Hillary, on the other hand, she kind of like was her, she kind of killed that a little bit,
0: right? I I was worried about Carlton, like
1: yo. But it it kind (laughs) of makes sense though, like. I mean it he looking at his audition tape, is like nah, how'd you get that shit? But then at the same time, it's like that was his character. <laughs> yeah, but that was kind of his character too, though. So it was,
2: it was. I all credit to him. He completely evolved from that that first tape. And and I guess that's why you can't judge where you are to where you're gonna be. Like, who cares, like if you're good or not in the moment, just do it anyway, because you can evolve over time anyway. Because yeah. that was definitely an evolution. Like, there's no way in hell, like he was even like, Yo, that was trash. Like, right, that was bad. But we would say the same thing. How many times did we mention our first episode and we try to go back and listen? To that we're like, oh, oh my God, God. That's, man, that's rough. That's horrible. Lost. You know what I'm saying? So you know, but I've heard Will Smith tell that story before. Uh, so his tape? yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, that, heard yeah, I'm I'm surprised yeah no, I've heard know that. I've heard that because he's talked about that before. I, I don't know if it was on his YouTube or like an interview, but I've heard that story about. Quincy Jones basically shutting down the part is like yo we gonna have an audition right he's now
0: YouTube.
2: he was on his YouTube
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah and he's just like yeah like we gonna have an audition right now like how you know how much time you need well I need about two weeks well everybody that needs to make your show go is sitting exactly. in that audience so yeah. how much time you need give me ten minutes and the, the thing that I wanted him to talk about I wanted to know what did he do yes Oh yeah, yeah. What, what what did he what did he present in front did of everybody? Did he have to create a scene in his head and just like, and then is he playing off another actor? Is he just on the stage? That's what I want to I want to know like what the audition consisted of.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question because they
2: greenlit the show, and I, I was watching somebody who um, they were doing a blog a, a blog about it, and they said. I've been on shows. I've I've been on pilots before. And typically, it takes six months to a year to get from concept to pilot episode. And for Quincy to fast-track him, and they went from concept to pilot within 60 to 90 days, tells Mm -hmm. you how much he put into that Mm -hmm. and pushed him through. None of that happens without that audition. There is Mm -hmm. no Carlton. There is no... You know, there's none of that, right? And Will was the worst actor out of them, out of the mainstays. Yeah, he was he wasn't a better actor than Carlton at that time. And shit. he was he wasn't a better actor He Dane Show wasn't better than James Avery. Shit. Oh, hell
1: nah, but he knew he knew that though. I mean, shit, Will Will was mouthing people's lines, bro. Like <laughs> publicly off, off yeah <laughs> yo Dude, when they showed him doing don cheeto's jokes i'm like yo and, and he had to laugh <laughs> like, right what? yeah man i did you know what that's one of those things that you don't even notice when you're watching it but at least i didn't and then no, go no, back no. and kind of see that that transpire in this reunion it's like oh wow you was nigga, you was really out here mouthing people's lines but the like, low dedication that takes to learn
0: everybody's lines
2: yeah I, you almost kind of have to though that sounds good but that's annoying as heck if you if you like this non-acting actor is like i, I mean yes yeah i mean yeah it's annoying but at I, the same time you got respected no i respect that dedication but i see why hillary like cussed him out and just shouted at him
1: mm-hmm yeah i mean that would have annoyed me too yeah you know what I mean,
0: uh. <laughs> go ahead
2: Cool. Um. Okay, so we talked about who's your favorite character.
1: Hmm. Are there? I mean, are there people off limits? Yeah, I was about to. I was about to do that. We, <laughs> about,
2: no Uncle Phils. So all the S class characters, we got to take them out. So Uncle Phil's S class, Will Smith is S class, Carlton is S class. I think those are the only three is anybody else s tier <laughs> I, I,
1: I mean this nigga took half the cast
2: <laughs> i only took three people
1: um I so, anybody who can act <laughs> no no um my favorite character excluding them damn this is really actually you better not pick my character go ahead no nah, um it's Jeffrey. Jeffrey's my favorite. character. Dang, he he was, my he character. was. He was. He was, he was, he was. Y'all. Y'all need one. Stop. No, one, y'all it is. It is.
2: Okay. Yo, cannons to the left of them. Oh, yeah. Cannons to
0: the of us. Cannons in front of us.
1: What? Yeah. Ah, yeah man. And he, he had. He had. He had a witty sense of humor, dog. Yeah. His, every line that came out of him was so, so, sarcastic in some way. Bro. So,
2: I'm mad you picked my character. Go ahead. I knew I should have
1: first. Fuck. Uh, I right. Okay. okay. Why, why y'all like him then? Why, why y'all like him? I, no, I, like I said, I love his
0: wit. Like, <laughs> here, here, here's the thing with Jeffrey, right? Because with that character, it's very easy for him to just fall behind everybody else. And him just be a character you don't even notice. Mm-hmm. But as the butler, he stands out. In the scene with James Avery and Will Smith, Jeffrey still stands out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then that, that's the thing. Like
2: I, I, I liken Jeffrey to like he's a glue guy. Like he's a he's like one of those superstar mm-hmm. role players. You like, do you know how hard it is to like hit your shot when you're not in rhythm? Like you only get five shots a game, but you have to hit four of them. Like that's difficult. Jeffrey ain't got that many lines per episode. And for yeah. him to like get such limited opportunities to like hit and like he batted a thousand. Yeah. It, it could be a whole three minute kitchen scene and he walks in the last 30 seconds and sets it off laugh track.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. And, yeah. What? And he um I mean and his character in itself is unique. He's he's a black male butler right that's not it wasn't something that we just we just saw so from overseas yeah and yeah from yeah from overseas so the fact that he's unique it's unique in that standpoint but then you make the butler positions are unique in in itself but then for him to be black for him to be a male and then for him to still stick out right the way he did man it was like this it was like this show was perfectly casted bro like it's perfect yeah man like even even with the actors that we know now, I don't know if I see anyone else in any of these positions that these people play. And then even the
0: child actors were hidden. Facts.
1: Facts. Oh, little little Nikki. Yeah, and uh, and Ashley. Yeah, she was eleven, bro. Tatiana Ali. Ali. Yeah, She was 11 got her first old. got her first kiss, bro. Got her first kiss on the set of Freshmen. That's I crazy. Audition.
0: I should auditioned.
1: That's crazy. You should audition. Chill, 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 chill.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> but you know what's crazy is like, I mean, like, we said we all went to Jeffrey, but like, let's let's give some of the other people credit. Like, Hillary was fire on that show. Hmm? Uh Jazz. Oh my god, bro. Hillary
0: was the most transformed character over the whole story arc because who she was episode one versus who she became. Like, there there was actually legit growth, and th- that was a character that they didn't have to, they could have left her just the idiot, just a spoiled little daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not not, not, not like, yeah, there's nobody who you can take out of this lineup. Nah, no. Nah. even OG Aunt
2: Viv, man, phenomenal actress, dog. Like, that episode, that baller that ballet episode she did, mm-hmm. that's a legendary like moment, yeah. Like, legend. I think I saw some little girl on Instagram do the exact same dance, and they they showed a parallel of that scene with her and that little girl, and it was like flaw. Like, yeah, that was a moment, bro. Like they like I I do feel bad for Aunt Viv that she got canned the way she did, but I do understand it. But my God, like if they could have got a whole six seasons of her the other Aunt viv no disrespect but she really didn't bring
1: much to the table in comparison
0: i was about to ask that question which
1: Aunt Viv is the better oh it's
2: not even close man yeah. dark skin
1: what uh O-T. what what do you you said that you understood
2: what do you mean well okay so the uh so the beef between will smith and Aunt Viv has gone on for what 15 20 years and the whole thing was that she would go on these rants Uh, Especially, like, remember when the Oscars hit and Will and Jada boycotted and she went on on live and she, like, just smoked Will and then smoked Jada, like, who was, like, collateral damage, like she had nothing to do with nothing, but she she smoked them both. The -hmm. thing was, apparently Will Smith told them to fire her. That was the whole rumor from back in the days. Like, she was hard to work with. They said that, you know, she was a bitch and basically that he didn't want to work with her. And then their, their contract negotiation came back up and will got a big chunk. And so when she was coming up for her contract renegotiation, she needed more money, especially like if you're an established actor, like even if you're not the money maker of the show, like you're not the reason people come to watch the show, you are pretty much an actress thespian. Like you do this and you bring a lot to the table. Don't pay me pennies. And apparently, they offered her pennies in in a kind of roundabout way to get her out the out the way, because they knew she wasn't going to take it.
1: Mm.
2: And she blamed Will, and she said, "Well, if you were really for your people, you would have fought for me." Mm. And Will didn't fight for her, and so she. And then Will said she was difficult to work with. And back in, the, in that day, and even today, if, you're, today if you're a, a dark skinned black woman. And you get a reputation of like they're difficult to work with. That's all rap now. He could have said the same thing about the second unveil, and she probably still could have got some work because she's light skinned. Yeah,
0: but you know, the game it was career suicide. You know what's crazy? That's the exact same happened with uh Iron Man Terrence Howard, the the big actor, Robert Downey Jr., unknown at the time, right? Iron Man 2 came up. Okay, we need him. We got we got to pay Robert. Uh, do we really need Terrence? We'll just
2: we give, him really we'll yeah. give him pennies. We'll give him pennies. we they did the reverse unviv. they got rid of light skin nigga to get the dark skin. And,
0: uh, well, he was in Fresh Prince, that's crazy.
2: And then, you know, for for unveil's credit, she did mention that you know she was pregnant and she was going through some family issues. The only sus thing about what her story is, is cause she does blame, she did blame Will for the longest. The sus thing is though, you can't be like, well, I'm coming to work and I'm not talking to anybody cause I don't know who to trust. But then trying to act naive, like you ain't gonna come off like a bit. Like how, you can't walk into, like picture yourself going to work and you don't talk to nobody. And when people try to talk to you, they ain't trying to talk to you. Like you ain't trying to respond to them. Mm. Ain't nobody gonna want to be with you. Everybody will work with you on teams, so you kind of did it to yourself. Will just kind of helped us you out the way. I mean, it's both their fault.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the story enough to assume. I mean, I I think I think looking at their interview, um, I, mean, I don't know. Shit was heartfelt. Um, I. They they both surely were in the room. I mean, you know, Unviv and will, will said some shit. Uh I don't know, man. I don't know. I like old I like OG Unviv better though. I will say that. Easy. She just she was she was just she was just a a stronger character. Like definitely. Her, her character had a presence. I don't know if if new unviv, unviv 2.0 was really like really present. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, What's a standout moment for her? But I think but I think I think also I think I think uh OG Um Unviv's character uh was stereotyped as well too. As as an angry black woman in some in some sense. I can see that. I can see that argument. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I liked her. She had fire, she had energy and all that stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Do you feel like do you feel like the show lost flair after she left? No.
2: Because for me, it was one of those situations kind of like where like you lose a player on your team, but the other players got it's kind of like Oklahoma City. Like they they lost James Harden. Remember, they traded James Harden to Houston, but KD and Westbrook got so much better. It really didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. I look at Mm -hmm. it like that, like Will and Carlton just like by the time the fourth season rolled around, bro, like. James Avery was already hitting it. Will and Carter just took it to a whole other level. It didn't even matter, bro. Mm.
0: That joke, episode, season four, episode one, I feel. Something <laughs> different. <about you. laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and the look at the camera? Oh, bro. <laughs> the get fourth wall? Bro. Yeah. Mm-mm. nah, fam no, nah, it didn't matter, bro. It didn't matter. And and they told you <laughs> off bat it didn't matter. It almost felt like like she was a catalyst for everybody to get better. Like, it was like a cloud over the show and just like, oh, we're free of them? Oh, we can really cut loose
1: now. So the show got better after she left. I,
2: um, better, but I, 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 I think was it
1: forced everybody up. to step up.
2: Yeah, it didn't get worse. Hmm. It either got better or maintained. Yeah, I agree with that. No, nah, yeah, I feel that.
1: I feel that.
0: I feel that. Because especially after season four, it changed from the high school setting. You had the college setting now. Mm-hmm. You brought in different characters. You had different type of interactions. So it freed, they were free to do different things. Right.
2: So let me ask y'all. Did you cry? Yes.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, I didn't cry. Look at you trying to be hard. Nah, I wasn't. <laughs> I was, I mean, I told when I was I when I was watching it the, initially, I was I was kind of like mad at some other shit. So mm. like my, my emotions were kind of kind of already occupied by something else. But um if there was a scene that really got me emotional, um, it was the scene Will was kind of explaining his interaction with uh Uncle Phil about the dad scene. And so at the time, it wasn't so much about the dad scene. Like, we already know that's that's a high point. We already know that's like a, a trigger um, for most people. Mm-hmm. But it was just their interaction. Like, like I think, I think Rez, you kind of pointed out earlier. Um, or maybe it was Rock. It was one of you guys where, um, you know, James Avery was, you know, the big honcho actor that was on set. And Will, you know, being not even familiar with acting, was you know pretty much trying to take tips from from Uncle Will uh, Uncle Phil you know what I'm saying he looked up to him he's trying to make him proud and all that stuff so for that to be one of the defining moments in that particular show between Uncle Phil and Will their relationship and then also for that to be a defining moment um in the show in its entirety I thought that was really huge. So, if there was any moment that I did that I did almost here up, it was it was that because of course they had the James Avery tribute tribute and all that stuff, but the fact that like the fact that like Will is like man, I just want him to be proud of me and he was flubbing on his lines and then he kind of just gave it his all and then Uncle Will was like now that's acting. Like I'm proud of you. That's kind of like one of those those like Son, dad, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you moments, mm-hmm. and for that to translate, like we don't even know that's going on behind the scenes, but for that to be a part of what's going on in the actual show of what we do see, Will's real dad leaving and all that stuff, and then James Avery and, and Will Smith having this son, father moment, and for right. that to even still take place behind, like I said, behind the scenes was like that was like one of the the most emotional moments for me outside of the tribute that in itself was like, Oh yeah, this is, this is heavy.
0: What's crazy is it's that exact scene, but it's the opposite for me. It's because he's not here and I wanted to hear his version of it. Uh-huh. Cause I've al- I've already heard will tell that story. So I know how the son feels about it. Mm. So just not the, the fact that the dad's not there mm. to, to, to give the approval. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, man, that's pretty tough. For me... That was was pretty tough. Oh, go ahead. No, No, go go ahead. For me, it was um, two points. One was the the piano. It was the very beginning of the episode where um, they played the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme, but it was on this piano. And it was, like, really slow. And I can't mimic it and do it justice, but like if you start it, if you start the episode, it's like literally in the first three minutes. And I remember rewinding it over and over again because I I was already thinking Uncle Phil. And when that piano started going and it started to slow down, it felt like, you know, how like time slows down. Like I wish I could hold on to this moment. Like I'm losing it. Like it's fading away. And -hmm. they were showing scenes of Uncle Phil and they were showing like his relationship with, with like, hillary and how he was like yo like this is my daughter like you do something to her i'll hurt you you know what i'm saying or like um how ashley was like growing up on a set with him and how like honestly he was the reason like it's like if will was the superstar like he was the glue like he was the one like he was the phil jackson jackson to like will's michael jordan like will does not make it without him yeah. And, and to just see that dynamic, like him, like when he was like, you got a, you got a poster of Michael X in your room. Like I heard the brother speak. Oh oh uh, uh, man.
0: Uh, I remember yeah. that whole show, bro, mm-hmm. man. God,
2: like, like, Hey man, like he brought such a, uh, um, I don't know the proper word. just, just a just, presence. I guess that like I want something better, but that'll do. Like it, it, but it was just it was something regal about him. It was something like so upper echelons about like like him being there raised the floor, and I think I think honestly, like that's what separates this show from so many because you know like a different world talked about race and you know like. Family Matters had episodes about cops and, you know, like everybody's done this. It's not the first time around the block, but it's just like when no like when Will and Carlton was in jail and he was like, you know, I'll have you tied up in so much litigation and like yeah. like it's just moments like that where you feel the love. Like I'm not even going to go to the dad scene, but like even even something is as, as like when he talked about how like how I don't forget where I come from. And then they segue to the pool hall scene, where remember the guy was trying to hustle everybody. Yeah, and then he mm-hmm. said, "Bring out, uh, I don't know, if the Lucille." Lucille, yeah. Oh, bruh, like he was everything, and and for him to die like that, and and like they never like it, it felt like Big Mama in, in Soul Food, like when Big Mama died, and they came back mm-hmm. to do the the family uh, dinner. Wow. And it was yeah. just that void that I felt that.
0: And like to me, that again goes back to why this show is legendary. Cause, you know, Carl from film director is great, but he's not Uncle Phil. He, it, never. What,
1: and do, he y'all, was, what like, do y'all, what do y'all,
2: Carl was dope.
1: What do y'all rank um, uh, James Avery in the tier of black sitcom dads?
0: So while Rudy was going through, and I'm going to go back to yours, but we were talking about James Avery. I was putting him against any black figure. It's like in entertainment. It's like, it's James Earl Jones and it's James Avery. Mm. Cause those are two pillars. They, you know, as far as father figures go, mm-hmm. I can't put nobody else above them.
2: I would say I would, he's S class. Like, cause I, I've been in tier systems now. Like, cause I don't, I, you know, it's kind of hard to say like someone's number one now, yeah, because so much criteria. But he's he's S tier. Like I I I think he could go toe to toe with and, like if you give me a name, I can tell you off. Like just throw a name.
1: I don't know. Um, George Jefferson, James Avery, uh, Bill Cosby,
2: <laughs> James Avery. Why easy easy? Because 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 the the. James, Bill was talking to us kind of like from a pedestal. I felt like James Avery was like in the dirt. He was in the mud. Pulling
0: you up with you. Mm.
1: Like
2: he was, he was, he was like a lawyer and he was like rich and everything like that. But like, even he said it in one episode, he was like, don't get it twisted. You know, it's just like, he could speak to you, not at you.
1: hmm so I was. Pops getting- I mean, from Friday. See, I, that's I, different.
0: I know, but, but still a dad. It's still a black dad. See,
2: that's different though. Because Pops from Friday, he doesn't give me anything from a value standpoint outside of the the, you know, black you live white. another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you live to fight another day. Everything oh. Pops gives me is comedic value.
1: Okay. Uh, uh I got one for you. Um what's my guy name? What's my guy name? uh what show no uh uh james Evans what show was it good times
2: that's a heavyweight fight now that's a good one that's a push I'm pushing that one
1: I can't pick one that's a push yeah i, I would say that i would say them two are, are 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 up there yeah that's a push. Okay. Yeah, that was tough. That's the tough. One. But yeah, I definitely cried. I
2: don't. I. I kudos to you for making. I cried for like an extended period. I at least five minutes,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I cried probably multiple times throughout the episodes because like they would just something would just trigger. And and I think that's a sign of like like I didn't realize it was a legendary show until they really started pointing stuff out. And I was like, damn, like this yeah. shit is still relevant today, like. This is a 30 year old show like that. Like, I actually look forward to watching with my kids. I remember saying this maybe like a month or two ago. I was like, my kids are going to watch old school cartoons with me as well as new school because I need them to know what's hip in the streets now. But we're going to be watching Batman animated series. We're going to watch Spider-Man. We're going to watch Son at the Hedgehog. We're going to watch Family Matters. We're going to watch First Prince of Bel-Air. And I said that mm-hmm. months ago.
1: hmm. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, got 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 to show your kids the OG stuff. Yeah, ten
2: out of ten, bro. Like, kudos to the to the staff for putting all that together. It just
1: before we wow. break, what what is um what you y'all's thoughts on on kind of going back to Carlton skating around the floor? What y'all thoughts on uh the breaking of the fourth wall that that this show did? It's amazing, cause like they did it without
0: being over the top, mm-hmm. except for Carlton. Right, like it was this the looking directly into the camera, to like I'm filming, but I know this is a TV show. Right, like it was a small just wink to the audience, to let you know that I'm still here. And yeah. like, yeah, like 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 I put in the uh in the uh text thread. Like it literally was Deadpool before we had Deadpool.
1: Right, crazy. Was there, Was there any other show doing that? Did Martin do that? martin did it after
0: a lot of people well, did yeah, it after guess, the yeah,
2: fact before, yeah yeah martin, martin did it but it was like martin would like look at the camera and make that goofy lip you know mm-hmm. look but uh-huh. it's just like that was unprecedented like like before like i think fresh Prince came out with 89 i'm not sure i think that was season one 89 or 90 it was i think it was 89 though but the only comp was
0: 89 or 98 <laughs>
2: No, it had to be like early '80s or late '80s, early '90s, because um, he was wearing Jordans, um, mm. like before the Jays even came out. Um, but the only comp I can think of would have been Different World and The Cosby Show, because I think Good Times had his run already, mm. and no, and that never happened. They never broke the fourth wall. I'm wait no 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 yeah. i feel like good times broke the fourth wall i feel like jj broke the fourth wall i can't yeah. remember yeah i feel like jj broke the fourth wall he might be the pioneer of that maybe but they didn't take it to the level that like like the first prince did like first prince when they did it it wasn't a laugh track it wasn't like just to make you laugh even though a laugh track would play over it was more so like they were letting you into their world
1: yeah, man. I think I think that's man. Yeah, like they kind of mentioned on the thing. That's that's such a, a a unique feature to have to bring the audience into what's going on, because that that like puts you into the living room almost, or puts you into yeah. the the cafeteria, <laughs> like puts them wherever they are. And it's 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 that unique feature in itself, and the risk factor of doing that that keeps somebody coming back to your show. Like another another piece, because like the show is already good, but the fact that you can like. Bring me in to your show by like involving me, not running mm-hmm. around and all this shit, but like, like looking at me and like, oh shit, like that man, that that'll keep anybody around, especially if the content is where it's at. And you got to think like they were put, they they
0: hyped the crowd up before it even started. So like you're you basically got a concert before the episode yeah. even started. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy because like that's Will and Jazz because Facts. that's their world. Facts. So, like, we're bringing the studio to the show. And then you got that same energy going into it. It's, it's going to make everything upbeat. It's going right. to keep everybody's energy up.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, we have to mention this before, before we cut. is um the voice of the black actor and the black actress to be able to get into the creative room and the writer's room and say, okay, like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a no-go. Like, this is a non-starter. No child can say this to their father in the black community. Change right, And then it actually gets changed. Like, for them to put their fingerprints, because that's different. Like, back in the day, it's just like, yo, like, this is what it is. You're going to perform this way. You're going to wear this dress. You're going to say this line. You're going to say it this way. You're going to play the coon. You're going to do, like, for them to be able to, Mm -hmm. like, stand up as a unit and say no. Yeah, and that shit made headways. Yeah, nah.
0: yeah. I mean, but that's part of what what made the show great. Correct is because it wasn't somebody else's take of what they think is black. Right. It was black.
1: Right. Major facts from all
2: angles. Because even when they mentioned um, Will's from the street, so Carlton had to change because of Will. Like, he had to learn, like, even, like, how to deal with police and all that. Like, that was a big highlight moment. But then Will had to learn how to maneuver in a different world from mm-hmm. causing. And so, like, by the time you get to the very end of the show, like, they're two completely different characters. Still funny, but, like, how they how they view the world has completely changed.
1: Right. Yes. And that's
2: phenomenal. That's phenomenal writing.
1: It is. It is. And that shows character growth, too,
2: Facts. from all angles. So, and Yeah, man, it was dope. Last thing, uh, the guest list. They didn't highlight it, but fam, the stars that walked through those doors. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: bro. Yep. You had Don. Yep. Don Cheadle. You had Tyra Banks go through there. Yep. Um, Jada shit. Pinkett was in there. Jada Pinkett-Smith was in there. Steve Urkel was in
2: there. Yep, yep. Yeah, or Jaleel White, let's show respect. Jaleel mm-hmm. White. Um, who else, man? I mean, everybody was in this show, bro. It was like a who oh remember um um my man um George Je- uh Jefferson was in the show.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yep. Shit, Donald Trump ass is on the show too. Matter of fact, oh really trash. He sure was. I remember that. Wow, I remember that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> i saw yeah, i saw man. a review
2: and somebody pointed that out
1: damn who was who was the um um i'll be sure you remember that when they did the uh the 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 music video yeah in the they did the music video in the in the living room yeah well, yeah sure. i think that was Albie yeah. will be sure oh even um uh, what's um it's not unusual
2: they even got him to show up oh yeah uh-huh.
1: Yeah, man, they had a whole bunch of people. I don't know. I think it was Bell. Was it? Who was in there? Was it Bell Biv DeVoe? I got to pull the episode. I think it was. Maybe it was Bell Biv DeVoe. Like the whole clique? Yeah. And they had a, they did a music video in the living room, bro.
0: Mm, I got I to go back and watch that show.
1: Oh, my God. That shit was so funny because like they would try to do the music video. And then like Will and them, they'd be trying to get into the music video and shit. It was good. I might oh, know. I
0: remember. Kept on trying to dance his way into it. Kept on yeah. push. Yes. oh yeah. I think that was Bell
1: B. DeVoe. That's ringing Yeah, I think that was Bell That's crazy. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, man. It was a whole bunch of dogs. It was. They had celebrities rolling all up through there, bro. Yeah, man.
2: Uh, just that's crazy. But yeah, man. Just yeah, kudos to HBO Max. Kudos to Will Smith and to all these actors and actresses for putting together like something that literally that's gonna live on forever. Mm, do That's y'all think if
0: they do this dramatic version of the, of uh, of the Fresh Prince, you think it's gonna hit the same, or it's gonna be as can be as good? Wait, they're supposed to do it again. The no, uh, remember it was somebody did a uh, a movie trailer or or show trailer for a drama version of Fresh Prince.
2: I haven't seen that. I gotta. Is it on YouTube? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what she's talking about. Yeah, I haven't seen that? that. No, send that to us.
1: Okay. I'll send that to y'all.
2: I'd have to check it, but no, I can't answer that question. I have to see it first.
1: You know, that's actually I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Um, what do y'all think? Because me and Ashley were talking about this, and it kind of ties in with what with what Jared's talking about. If there was a show, what what's an old show that if it were to pilot today would still be good? Do you consider like is Fresh Prince one of those shows? Absolutely,
2: absolutely. Fresh Prince would come out right now and still hit.
1: And if it, it were a pilot today, never yeah. heard of it. Before. Never heard of it. Like it piloted season one episode one.
2: Yeah, with that talent, yes. Now the the episodes would be different. They couldn't do the same episodes that they did back then. But like, yeah, that shit would have hit. Mm-hmm. Just okay. from a comedic timing standpoint. Like comedic timing is so underrated because that's one of those things that doesn't really like fade. Yeah. Like the joke might be bad, but the timing of the joke s- still hits. You can substitute whatever they say. Right. Their timing was impeccable. Yeah, yeah, it was.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it was.
2: Another show that could that was still hit.
0: I think Family Marriage will hit
2: i think you know what i think uh, yes i think family matters ah, yeah. i don't know about family matters, I, I don't think the Steve Urkel opinion. character would hit now
0: i mean it'll be a they'll, they'll have to to redo it a little bit it wouldn't be the exact same show right but i think the show as a premise will still work
2: yeah i think the show as a premise will work but i think it would probably be reduced to like proud family stat, not proud family oh what's that damon what my wife and kids status
0: mm-hmm.
2: i don't think it would have been like a mega it would have been a successful show i think it it, it, that, it
0: it wouldn't have been what it was
2: yeah nah nah i, I think it you. showed that an uh, underrated show that might really hit in this environment would be moesha a, a show centered on a woman independent mm-hmm. like i just think that would catch a lot better now than it did then did it did back then yeah i think they would have got a bigger push Okay, just from the I
1: SJWs, I can see that. I can see that. And it came, it came up. We were talking about. We weren't talking about shows. We were talking about songs. Mm. We were listening to like ninety songs. Yeah, and you know, Ooh. you have a sense of nostalgia, in a sense. But if these songs would have come out, brands making new today, would they survive? Probably not. I don't think so, dude. And it's yeah, like really? some dope. Yes, I like some dope songs, dude. I don't think they would make it in in twenty twenty. Yeah, that sounds so crazy to say though. Yeah, like throw throw a song out there. Let's see, let's see what, let's see if it if it sticks. Shit, any little John song? Uh, uh, nah, I don't think so. I don't think it would.
0: Now, like R and B, yeah, I, I I I can agree with that. You want think R and B would stick? Well, because R and B is not hitting the same right now culturally.
1: Like I think I, I think I think RB would stick more than in hip hop would.
2: I, I think RB would stand a better chance. Um because especially like them early 2000s, man, they had such a sound that didn't age the way you think it would. I I, 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 like, I stick with the RB.
1: Like mm. Tevin Campbell, can we talk? If that came out today, would it snap? Mm-hmm. It was, it was it was time for me. got yeah, that, that would hit. No, it wouldn't. See, I will <laughs> can we talk? No, it wouldn't. Can we talk? What?
2: Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. You're right. He's right. Because you got to look at the demographic. You got to look at who's actually the music is for. That kids ain't rocking with that.
0: I, I mean, that's what so. kids aren't.
2: But grown folks, we got talk.
1: But are, are we rocking with that because? We heard the song before. Yeah, that you got to you got to take yeah. nostalgia it's, out. It's
2: an established classic to us. That, that yes. would not the lyrics alone, as as well as that simple song pattern. Nah, that wouldn't hit. Uh huh. That you got to put that against like kids listening to um. I, I was gonna say Trey songs, but he ain't even popping like that. Her, music. oh yeah, nah, bro, no, nah, her would get that all the way out of here.
1: Summer Walker,
2: yeah,
0: nope, nope, Usher. Confessions.
1: Confessions like, with confessions still. No, hit today? Uh, yeah,
0: I'm just I'm I'm young for now. putting out this, yeah, like that like that album. We
1: well, has to be a song. It was uh, oh
0: boom dot from uh let it burn. Let it burn, yeah.
1: Would burn by usher hit today if it were to come out today? If it was to come out today,
2: I think that would still hit.
1: That might stick a little bit. That
2: would hit, that would hit.
1: That might stick a little bit.
2: Especially the high school high school, that would still hit. The subject matter still works, and uh, the talent, the talent, and the vocals is
1: too much. You know, you know what song wouldn't stick? What? And the R. Kelly song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> ignition, ignition, ignition would not. AJ <laughs> number <the> number. Jigolo, <laughs> yeah. A
2: gigolo spinning all the dough. Oh, look,
1: Jigolo wow. snaps him. and Him and they Cannon got off on that. I'm gigolo sorry, they did. I love. They did. Song.
2: But that wouldn't work in 2020.
1: You know what song wouldn't work? What? Lovers and Friends. Lovers and Friends would not work if it came out right now. I, don't I hate it. I'm so biased. Then- That's so crazy is saying that. Tell me again can we be lovers and friends? Tell me again. My-
2: I don't know about that. I think that one still works.
1: You think "Lovers and Friends" still yeah, sticks?
2: I still think if if uh, Ella May uh, and uh, no, who's the one talking about this? That chick came out a year or two ago talking about their side piece.
1: Um, damn. Oh, weekend, The weekend, girl. Yeah. Um,
2: if, if that song can go, I, I think "Lovers and Friends" will still go.
1: You think? You think "Lovers and Friends" will go? I do. Man. Maybe in a certain group. I don't see it though. I don't think Love is a really. I don't think Love is a friend stick. I don't,
2: I don't think so. a lot of ludicrous songs would stick at all. Um, damn, that's tough. Mm-hmm. That's tough to hear.
0: <laughs> it's so
1: crazy because I'm like, I just saw his verses. Yeah, that's tough to hear. I think um, Rain by SWV might stick. Oh, without a doubt.
2: Cause it's been sampled like a million yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, it has. I think Rick Ross just sampled it like on Port of Miami too. Yeah, so, he did. Yeah, so no, nah, of course that so, song yeah. would it. Anyway,
0: that's crazy to say that. Nah, love is a friend's guy's to stick. We, it's got you to know stick. what? I don't know if we, it will. we
2: should. We should do an episode on that. Let's come back and make an episode on like what songs would and wouldn't stick. Yeah, like and, everybody hey, bring certain numbers. Yeah, we can do that. And, hey, we could actually go live and have people actually like respond in real time.
1: I'm with that I'm with that sauce I like that yeah alright man we got anything else nope alright man let's get up out of here um hit us up on our socials check out our older episodes speak with podcast you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts Apple um Spotify Google Podcast Google Play is not even a real thing anymore y'all know that what mm-hmm. Google Play isn't a real thing I mean like, right you're you're an iPhone user now so probably yeah he does yeah, he doesn't care anymore yeah yeah um, they got rid of yeah it's google podcast I don't have google play not 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 for not that you can search on like you can search us um yeah google podcast look for us hmm. um and again thank you everyone to um to you guys that you know contributed to this turkey drive that we did our first one um uh, it was a huge success again 25 five families man, at Fraser. a uh, shout out to everybody at Fraser. um Jerry Russell that you know made this event possible. Uh and I'm excited to do it again. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, man. All right. All right. There's nothing else, man. It's King Gabe signing off. J Rock. Young yeah, people in the Lions. We are out of here. Good night, people. Mark.